Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm Louise Boyce, aka Mumster Got It. And today I'm speaking with Alex Walker, who is only the editor at large at Stylist Magazine. We'll be talking all things about the 10 year anniversary, why the magazine is the success that it is, and lots more. Please listen and I hope you enjoy it. We're going to go straight in. Welcome to the next podcast. I'm with the lovely Alex Walker, who's the editor at large at Stylist Magazine. Hello, Alex. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. You're very welcome. I mean, I, I heard about, well, kind of met you kind of via reading Stylist Magazine, taking a long hot bath. Um, nice (laughs) it's been a while since I've had one of those oh I seem to do a lot at the moment that's lovely but I was reading Stylist magazine and it was the 10th anniversary Mm -hmm. and there was an article on you and uh, I was like yes this is actually a a genius genius magazine I've always loved it can't believe it's been 10 years found you on Instagram tagged you in a story and now we're here Uh so thank you very much for coming so welcome Um, so Alex is a mum of three Brilliant names of your children. <laughs> Miller, you. it's Miller, Lilac, and Misty. That's right. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant names. <laughs> <laughs> I did spend a while on them, I can't deny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it is, you know, so that's boy, two girls. Boy and two girls, oh, yes. Lovely. And do yeah. they all get on? Ooh, depends what day. Yeah. They're very close in age. So they do, you know, they, they play similar games, which really helps, but then, of course, obviously, there's yeah. lots of arguments as well. Yeah. well yeah. Thank God we're all normal. We're all of in course. the same boat, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As normal as, as normal. Um, yeah. So, Stylist Magazine, 10 years, that's unbelievable. And what a magazine. Thank you. It's incredible. So, I'm going to start with some questions. Um, what's at the heart of the Stylist editorial approach? Mm-hmm. I would say women. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I think, you know, it's, as you say, it's 10 years since yeah. we launched it. And 10 years ago, um, you know, I was approached to work on this really exciting launch and I had no idea what it was. And at that time, the kind of most of the magazines or the most popular magazines were all celebrity gossip magazines. So everything that you read was, you know, cover line, so and so has lost this amount of weight. It was yeah. all different celebrity breakups, etc. And we launched Stylist with some rules, which were no diets, um, no paparazzi pictures, no celebrity gossip, and everything was pro-women. So mm. we'd never pit women against each other. We would never put women down or tell them who or how they should behave, which was really different it's, at the time. It's incredible. And what's, what I find fascinating is it's taken, what, 
it's only been 10 years ago that a magazine has actually gone, actually, here's an idea. We mm. don't need to just talk about weight loss and who's dating who. And it's really refreshing. It was. And I think it was, it, you know, it happened at the right time because people were really quite fatigued of that. Mm. So people responded instantly and they got it instantly. And, you know, it was, we were the, a feminist magazine, which, yeah. which was really... You know, it's much more mainstream now, Definitely. but at the time it was it was quite unique. And, you know, we were touching on figures in the boardrooms. We were looking at uh, gender inequality across the world, mm. which, but we were doing that alongside also looking at beauty products mm. and fashion. Mm. And that was refreshing because we were kind of saying, look, women are complete beings. You know, we have lots of different facets. And whilst we are, of course, you know, inter- interested in maybe lipstick or face creams we're also interested in what's going on you know around the world world, exactly and was there a part of you or part of the team at first that you thought is this going to work are people interested in oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know I I'd come from very traditional women's magazines um and suddenly you know I was the features editor when I started so I was writing or editing the bulk of of the words that were in the mm. magazine. And, you know, I was suddenly talking about glass ceilings and I was talking about feminism and I was talking about boardrooms and I was like, do people really care? You know, I was, <laughs> we do. Was, like, I was quite nervous. I wasn't entirely sure, but we, we launched this, you know, we launched on a, on a Wednesday morning and we were so nervous. We'd just worked in this tiny little room for... I think it was about a month that we did on the launch period and we had barely left this room. It was like a bunker. And suddenly it was out on the street and we just started receiving emails from people saying, oh my God, we love it. Mm. We were getting all these gifts. There were cupcakes because that was the time when cupcakes were all the rage. There was cupcakes (laughs) and, you know, suddenly just our entire office was full of cupcakes. And you were like, wow, we've actually... We've, we've hit working. something here, yeah. this is working, and it was just so exciting. And were, were, was Starless one of the first magazines to be free? It was, so we, our brother, yeah. um, title at the time was Shortlist, so that had been around for two years, uh, yes. and that, that really was, I think, pretty much the first. There was a few, um, but they tended to be much more specific, I can't actually remember what yeah. they were, but they tended yeah. to be more specific, so as, as far as I'm aware, it was very yeah. much the first premium women's magazine that was free it's brilliant and and you're said you're putting out about four hundred thousand copies per week Mm -hmm. which is major yes and so I guess the secret to your success must be the stories that you're putting in there are actually what women is and as you said like nowadays we do want to hear about more you know feminism stories and Mm. and powerful women worldwide and yeah I don't want to hear about diets and you know beach body ready because actually there's more to a woman than that I think that was it. It was flattering women to say, we know that you are more than just this box that you've maybe been placed in before. We know that there's much more breadth to you, Mm. obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And yeah, and I think the other thing that we we really wanted to do was, you know, me and my editor, Lisa, we love features that just make people go, yes, that's just what I'm thinking about right now. So, you know, we spent a lot of time still do sitting and going what how do we get inside this woman's head what is it it's that tiny thing that she's thinking about yeah. so that when they read it they go yes that's, that's that I can is relate me. to that yeah exactly. um and that's so, yeah. that well that's that is major key to success because mm. there are lots of magazines for example Marie Claire look now reveal glamour in style have reduced or stopped entirely um and there are obviously challenges that mm. go with that and do you think that 
because Stylist is is kind of in a league of its own at the moment, it is talking about world news and powerful women and feminism and all these things that actually we do want to hear about. And maybe other magazines aren't quite there just yet, or do, or do you...? I think, you know, the closure of those magazines was more to do with just how the world is now. Yeah. You know, they were still really good at what it was that they were doing. Mm. It's just things have changed massively yeah. you know the advertising industry is a completely different to how it was oh, even it's, it's, five years ago you know? I mean it's crazy how much has changed it's I mean massive. it's massive yeah content is free everywhere yeah. you know I pick up my phone and I have got every type of story I want to read at the touch mm. of my fingers yeah. and it's free yes. so it's it's quite different to expect somebody to go to the news agents and buy a magazine um, you know, you're asking quite a lot of them. Um, so I think it's just really hard. So we have to really appreciate mm. um, that we do have a really engaged mm. readership and do everything that we can to keep yeah. that woman engaged. But also, you haven't just got the magazine, you've got the actual, the entire event as well that I've been to yeah. before, which is amazing, yes. by the way. Absolutely this love weekend. it. It's um, so good. Yeah. It's so, so good. So, I mean, it, how you've grown in just 10 years is unbelievable. Congratulations, basically. Thank you. <laughs> you rock. You yeah. rock. Um, right, next question is, um, for your 10th anniversary, you've collaborated with guest editors like um, Jamila Jamil and Caitlin Moran. Love both of them, like perfect women to collaborate with. Like, mm. What was your reasons behind that, which is pretty obvious, I know, but you know, what, what did you ask them to do and, and you know, mm-hmm. tell me about that? Uh, yes, so the guest, so we obviously, you know, it's our 10th birthday issue, we're like, what can we do? And I think this was something that, again, we've kind of done from the beginning, um, is just how ambitious can you get? And every time, you know, every time you think, okay, well, we can't be that, we've done enough, mm. you know, we're like, nope, we've got to do something mm. more. So when it came to the 10th birthday, it was like, we've got to be ambitious here. Um, and that was where 10 guest editors yeah. in a year, which mm. is a big ambition came yeah. about. Um, and so that was been mainly um, spearheaded by our entertainment director, Helen, and our specials director, Tom. And um, so we have just approached the women that we feel represent the yeah. brand the most. Um, and it's, it's a big ask of them. Yeah. We are asking them to be across every page this isn't a kind of half-hearted you know guest editorship this is a genuine really you know (laughs) Caitlin Moran for example we were currying over proofs so that's you know the proof Mm. of each every single page Mm. to her house she was hand marking what she you know changes wow so really wow that's amazing yeah you know and every single part of it they they saw every page they had Copy, you know, copy approval and flat plan approval on everything. So we're asking a lot that of people. Is, see, I like that though. Yeah. That is like probably like you are, you know, you're asking someone to really get involved, not just yeah. like write a piece, you know, they are really part yeah, of it. It's yeah, it's not just a picture and saying, oh, this is mine, you know. <laughs> yeah. This is flying over to America in a room with Hillary Clinton. Wow, And yeah, amazing. Yeah. Who would be your dream guest editor? Yeah, I was just Obviously, apart from me. And two people, Lizzo, um, yeah, yeah. who I just love, you know, and I just think would be so exciting and bold and visually, I can just think you can do such amazing um, imagery with her. Um, and then the other person is Chrissy Teigen, um, oh, I love her. who just, I just love anyone yeah. who makes me laugh and she's, yeah. her, her writing is brilliant, yeah. you know. Might not be what she is a brilliant, funny writer. Yeah. Um, and also she's quite political. 
but also she's very brave in what she says which I just think is really it's refreshing and refreshing yeah Yeah. it's really refreshing it's nice to kind of see such a major celebrity just being completely honest and open yeah about time and she loves food as well which I do so yeah Mm, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um so going back to what you were saying earlier about how the industry's changed Mm. so much I mean the rise of influences I mean even even for me like being a model I've noticed that influencers now are getting campaigns more than models are and it is all about you know your following and your status rather than how much product you're going to sell um so when it comes to the magazine like how has influencer culture and the rise of podcasting podcasting like influenced you know Mm. your sector for, for magazines um influence as I think the biggest thing is that they've really changed the advertising industry so you know traditional print advertising it's much thinner on the ground because a lot of that advertising is going to influencers now. Mm. Um, and so I think, you know, it's certainly, certainly affected at that end. Um, I don't know. We don't use a lot of influencers in yeah. stylist. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, um, I think, you know, I, I think influencers are brilliant and mm. I follow lots myself. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, the type of copy that we do tends to really rely on experts. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, a lot of our Amen. features. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I really, I, as I say, I follow influencers and I, I, there's definitely a place for them. But in our magazine, it's, you know, yeah. I'm not interviewing influencers yeah. when I'm writing a feature. I'm interviewing, yeah. I don't know, some expert at the university of wherever. Exactly. And that's know. why I love it. I think yeah. that's why I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, because I, uh, lots of, um, even like photographers, um, and models that you know back in the day before social media didn't matter about following or didn't matter about anything it was just mm-hmm. like if you're good at your job mm-hmm. you get booked again mm-hmm. um but yeah it's um it's mad how it's all about that number it's a pressure isn't it, it as is, well because yeah. you know I constantly think well that should be something that I do I should try and grow a following that is part of of what's expected in a way mm. but you know it also feels it's quite unnatural because you have to be willing to put quite a lot of yourself out there. Exactly, yeah. You know, and you see this in, in writing and blogging as well. Yeah. You know, the currency now is how much can you tell? Yes. How much of your personal life are you willing to talk about? And as I say, you know, I, I like to read it, mm. but whether or not that's something I always feel comfortable with yeah. doing, I, I don't know um, if it is, but... I kind yeah. of felt like I had to... I had to basically up my game with social media mm. to keep my career, which yeah. is crazy. Which is crazy. It's crazy. I was yeah. such a private person on Instagram. I, you know, I didn't really show anything. Mm. I took a picture of a nice tree mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then um, I was noticing that lots of models and influencers were getting mm. my work and I was losing clients. And they were honest. They're like, well, you know, it's all about your following as well. And I was like, oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. Um, that's just another job for you to do. It's another job, yeah. yeah. So I had to up my game. And I remember mm. like, I remember texting my my close friend saying, you will see more selfies of me. <laughs> I've I'm said not, that to my friend I'm not before. self-obsessed. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with the cool kids. And they're like, mm. oh my God, you're just marketing yourself. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But, but yeah, it, there was... It feels a bit... Icky, you it know? Does feel icky. <laughs> like it does feel I, icky. It does feel icky sometimes. It really does. I post, you know, I posted, uh, where, where even posting an article that I've, you know, just done on Instagram feels mm. really like, ah, mm, happily posting my children. Yeah. Um, which, you know, maybe not the best thing, but I 
but to post anything about that, myself yes. feels really uncomfortable, but that is the world. Now. It is the world. And, um, and I used to do experiments on my Instagram account. I used to do a selfie and see the engagement. And then I would do a picture of, again, like a nice tree mm. and see the engagement. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, so <laughs> selfies work. Mm. Anyway, I digress. Who are your um, favorite influences just out of interest? Mm. Good question. Obviously, apart from myself. <laughs> apart from you, obviously, <laughs> without a doubt. Um, huh. um, we can come back to that. Okay, so I do follow um, Courtney Adama, Adama hmm. who, I don't know if you know her, she is a kind of mum and lifestyle blogger. Yeah, is uh, she the one with all the children? She's the one with yeah, five she's children. she's amazing. Yeah. She is, I mean, she is like... She has this lifestyle that is ridiculously amazing and also very un- unachievable for me. Uh, she lives in Byron Bay. Um, and she's one of those people who could make you feel quite bad about yourself. But actually, yeah. I just like, yeah. I'm quite at peace with my life never looking like that. But I love to see that. Yes. But then I follow probably lots more food and interiors influencers. Interior, they're, I, I love. they're just what I like. I love interior. It makes me just go, I need a new house. Oh, always. But yes, always. I do like um and you're a mum you're a working mum mm-hmm. the how do you get that balance between working and being uh, you know being with your family um yeah it's the the killer question i guess mm. um compromise yeah. which is not the sexiest answer in the world but it but it, it's, it's been true for me yeah. at least you know i think um when i got pregnant with my third i wasn't actually uh, i was still on maternity leave oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, um, how am I going to tell everyone? Um, yeah, so I think when I, when I got pregnant with my third, there was only, you know, I think I had three children in three years. Wow. Idiot, yeah. And you look amazing. <laughs> no. Look incredible. Big, big bags under these no, eyes. No, but um, yeah, so I think I was like, okay, this is going to be really hard. Something has got to give. Yeah. Um, so that was when I asked, well, you know, my editor for a different role. Um, so I was kind of deputy before, and it's brilliant, but a very intense, you know, office-based role. Um, so I asked for editor-at-large. So now I mainly work from home, although I'll go into the office usually about once a month for a week. Um, and I think I, I knew it would be a compromise. I knew it would mean that I would miss the buzz of working in an office and working with a team and being right at the heart of everything, which mm. is what I was used to and which is what I loved um and you know and it has been a compromise I kind of I'll go into the office sometimes and feel quite oh I'm not really in the thick (laughs) of things anymore and this is a you know and people might ask somebody else their opinion whereas I would have always been the person sure and so that is if you're struggling to lose weight you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound and you might be wondering if they're right for you Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You know, it hurts the ego a little bit. Yeah, um, no, but that is the, yeah. getting that balance. You're absolutely but right. for me, and do you know what, you're I really lucky to make a compromise. There are lots of women who don't have Completely. that um, flexibility with their work. Completely. And, um, and that, I think, you know, it's great working from home. I mean, it has its pros and cons. I mean, when I, I mean, I, I do a lot of my blogging and obviously I'm podcasting in my kitchen mm. right now. Um, but I do find sometimes it is, as you said, it's nice to go into the office and get that yeah. kind of energy from everyone and the banter. and Completely. Yeah, and can, yeah. But I think, I think that is something that I think is important to realise that everybody is making a compromise somewhere. Yeah. It's very easy to look at somebody else's life and think, oh, I'm kind of doing it all. But they're not. They We're are making everyone. Spinning a plate yeah. and making a compromise. And I think I was lucky enough to be able to kind of control the compromise mm. that I made and that did make a yeah, big that difference. Is, yeah, that is amazing. I mean, yeah. we were on holiday the other week and I was just saying to Jim um, that my husband bought his laptop and he was like working away at night, you know, whilst we're mm. on holiday. And I'm like, babe, get that balance. Yeah. You know, like, come on. Yeah. Um, but he, there was reasons behind it. He'd just done a shoot and he had to edit it before Monday. So yeah, there is a reason. But, you know, I think everyone needs to remember compromise balance is key and it is hard, but. It is, but, you know, I think, God, yeah, it is very hard. But I also. I think you just have to prioritise what's important at that particular time and realise that, I don't know, mm. in a couple... Of, well, next year, my youngest goes to preschool. Aww. So, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, suddenly I'll have three children who yeah. are in school hours and then things things change again. Exactly. So, you know, then yeah. the compromises I'm maybe making with where I want to be... Yeah. It's a very short amount of time, actually. It, it really it, is, it, yeah. It absolutely races. Like my eldest son started school... Well, he's in year three now. And in four years' time, he'll be at secondary school. And then that's when you can just go, OK, see ya. And, you know, he'll come home by himself. And, <laughs> and it's yeah. mad. And there's a part of me that hates that, but there's a part of me that's like, ooh, next mm. level freedom. Yeah. You know? Like, ooh. Um, and I've already figured out that when my youngest is seven... My eldest can babysit. <laughs> Which I did for all my siblings. I was, yeah. yeah. In fact, I feel like I'm yeah. owed a lot of money, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's got it sorted. It's all fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, what magazines did you read when you were growing up? I, one of my earliest memories actually is reading Woman and Woman's Own from my mum's shopping. Yeah, <laughs> Going yeah. straight to the problem page. And I was ah, the problem I genuinely as early as I could read. That yes. is when I was, oh, I that is what I was reading. Pages. They were fascinating. I loved problem pages and the top tips. And that was, you know, I'm definitely reading things I shouldn't have been reading. I was honestly six or seven yeah. when I first started and do I was you, hooked. I just remember, do you remember that magazine? Oh gosh, please say I remember it now. Oh, it will come to me. You might remember, and it was basically all about sex, and it was like sex position of the week and stuff. Oh, more. 
Well, I might have been. Well, yes. Yeah, of course. And I remember... Reading it on the back of the bus. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, picking it up, like, almost, like, looking at it like it was a pornographic magazine, and it was just before I'd even had sex, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look at this position of the week, and that would never happen now. Never. Well, Lisa... Uh, stylist editor edited position of the week Did and like she? they tell her you know she's got they've got some brilliant <laughs> loads of people from um, stylist worked on more and you know they've got hilarious stories about getting barbies although it couldn't actually be a barbie because you remember it was illustrated yes. by yes. these fake barbie dolls and yes. trying to come up with different positions yeah wow yeah <laughs> so how did she They're come up with these positions <laughs> I don't know if it was specifically her job to come up with them. <laughs> but it's basically oh how God. far can you bend yeah. Barbie's legs and then you're like, yeah, that one will work. <laughs> but do you think now, if, if there were, I mean, if there were positions of the week now for like magazines that were kind of targeted, I mean, were they, was, is it just me, were they targeted at the kind of like, I think I was, I remember seeing it when I was, it was definitely when I was not sexually oh. active oh without a doubt yeah I remember being on the bus to school yeah 11 and, or something yeah kind of like laughing it. at it and kind of yeah. getting like weirdly yeah, like yeah, yeah. weird is that what people yeah. do yeah. yeah but I don't think that would happen now or would it um I guess they were they were quite useful magazines yeah. you know like no it probably wouldn't happen now but mm. they really had their place back then yeah you know, they did I have learned their place so back many then. things yeah. from those magazines and they were really brave if you think yeah. about what society was like back then they were talking about women and sex and true you know yeah that's true that's yeah. true I did enjoy it though I must admit I did yeah. enjoy it and do you remember magazines like um, Fast Forward I actually don't remember I think Fast I'm older Forward. than you though so mm, I remember Miz I Miz, loved Miz yes. Um, shout. Just Seventeen, Shout, yeah. uh, all of those. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just loved magazines. Yeah, Marie Claire was like, oh my God, if yeah. I could do anything, I'd work yeah. at Marie Claire. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gutted when that... Cl- when, oh, when gutted. And I loved closed. the look as well. It was such a good yeah. weekly... It was great. I mean, it was, it's, you know... But it's that, you know, the rise of everything online now as well. Mm-hmm. You know, people are buying less and less. And I think that's why stylists... It's got it right from the beginning. It was just like handing it out at the tube station. Mm. I mean, I remember getting on the tube and everyone was just reading stylus because mm. it's handed into your hand. You don't have to think about going to the shop, getting your money out. Mm-hmm. It's there, like take it. Yeah. And it was nice to read that rather than Metro, yeah. which is just full of, no offence if anyone's written like, from <laughs> Metro. It's great. But I mean, you know, I'd rather read about stylus. It was for you. It, it was, was for me you. rather than, you know, who got stabbed at the end of my road. <laughs> which is basically on Metro. Great to read. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, I think part of you know, at the beginning it was it was handed out at exactly the same time. So mm. you'd you'd go to work and you'd turn and you'd see all these women on the tube yeah. reading this thing that yeah. you'd worked so hard on. Yeah. Um and still do and that's still and exciting. That must be so today. nice to kind of see all the work that you've you know worked so hard on it and seeing people actually reading it and getting those emails. Mm. And I remember uh, well it still happens now when I get on the tube and I go to studios um, to do a shoot and I've got the stylist and then everyone's like oh can I uh, mm. can I can I nick that off you when you're done and you're like yeah sure go for it you know yeah. and it's, it, it's it's a magazine that people want to read it's every page has something in there that I'm interested in mm. um, yeah so that's, that's why I had to get in contact with you when I was taking that lovely long hot bath yeah so. no that's it's so nice to hear I think that is the whole point yeah you, know, you want women to love it you want yeah. to women to feel like they're being spoken to mm. um and you know we do the, the team works so hard like well, it shows. hasn't changed it shows. in 10 years it's still yeah. like i can't believe it's been 10 years yeah oh my god I neither can i it. i mean when you when it was announced 10 years it's like no that yeah. can't be right i know 
And then you look at a picture of us all 10 years ago and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. it's been 10 years. <laughs> Definitely. It's cr- when did you, you realise, or when was the turning point when you realised, all right, we're onto something here. We've, we've nailed this. Oh God, it was so early. It, it really was so early because you just got this instant feedback from yeah. everybody. Um, and I think the other thing was, I loved it, you know, mm. and I was the absolute target. I think I was probably 27 at the time. Mm. Um, and I was like, finally, something that speaks to me completely. And it was everything that I wanted, was thinking about, mm. we, you know, we then wrote about. So yeah. I think when you know how much it appeals to you, mm. you know that it appeals to your friends, you know that you're... That, that's just how, yeah. how it works, I guess. And it is so refreshing. It really is. And it's now that I've got a daughter, it's, I think it's changed the way that I feel about women and her growing up. Mm. Like I grew up in a very much, uh, you had to be a certain size if you mm. wanted to be a model. You had to look a certain way if you wanted to be popular. Um, and I don't want her... And I, and I did go through some struggles. You know, I did, I did suffer an eating disorder because of the pressures of it all. Um... And I don't want her or any girl, the younger generation, to feel like that. And Mm -hmm. and because Stylist is a magazine that's come out basically saying, be who you are, you know, believe in your beliefs, strong, independent women rock. You don't have to be beach body ready for anyone. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I love that, you know, my daughter is going to grow up in a generation where we don't have to be a certain type of woman to be accepted. We, um... uh, launched our Love Women campaign back in I think it was May um, and I wrote a cover feature for that so I did l- so much research about um, how magazines and how the mainstream media and also social media has made women feel about themselves mm. and you know it's overwhelmingly negative yes you know so many women um, don't feel represented by magazines or TV or social media um, you know, so many women have looked at magazines in the past and seen women who are, you know, very thin that they feel, and it instantly makes them feel bad. And I remember growing up and looking at these women in magazines and thinking, oh my God, that's what I should look like. Yeah. And, you know, so many people have felt completely, you know, they look in a magazine, they don't see anyone who looks yeah. like themselves and it affects them. Absolutely. And from my point of view, because I am in that industry and I am very open on my account, I kind of do like before and after pictures of, you know, what I look like first in the morning and what I look like after I've been touched by a makeup artist for three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it's a massive difference. And you're right, people are affected. My sister, who obviously knows me mm-hmm. inside and out, see me at my worst, even she can be a bit like, oh, look how amazing, look at that picture. I'm like, Bonnie. I'm like, you know more than anyone that I don't look like that, that it's been retouched. I've had professionals making me wear certain clothes, blow dry my mm-hmm. hair, do my makeup, and still, she, and she is still like, oh, but I want to look like that. I'm like, well, you, you can if you had that, those professionals around you. Um, but you're right, the rise of social media, I think there is a bit of a concern for women to feel bad about themselves at the same time there are a lot of accounts that are really open about um being just this is me and and I'm accepted this and that that is brilliant as well um and that really does impact people you know it is having a positive impact and I hope I hope that there's a beginning of a shift you know Mm. our the campaign that we launched we've we've made a real commitment to 
have so much more diversity within the magazine to make sure all of our fashion shoots represent every woman mm. um and i think people respond to it so well because yeah. a magazine you should open a magazine and see somebody who looks like you exactly is important yeah. oh my god it's so um, important definitely and you know and it's it is all important as well um and i think that was part of the article that you mentioned that i was in the work life was you know one of the criticisms we've had of that page is that sometimes it's I woke up at five and I jumped out of bed and I went to my amazing job <laughs> in the city and then I had at kale and then, I, you know, <laughs> and, and I think, you know, these women are amazing women, but I think I, we're, we're gonna, going forward, make a real effort to say, look, this is the reality of being a woman. Mm. I certainly don't jump out of bed, you know. Nope. My daughter kicks me awake in the morning. Yep. And, you know, my job is brilliant, but there are compromises yep. and, you know, I don't really go out to amazing events at night mm -hmm. because I'm too tired. Too All tired, I want to do yeah. is lie down on the sofa and, you know, exactly. and that, that's real life. Yeah, that and is so real life. we shouldn't just show yeah. perfect lives all yeah. the time. We should show real lives because Absolute, women... Because, yeah, and I'm starting to think now that we're starting to see past all the, you know, the prettiness sometimes. It's like, you know, mm. everyone is real and we're all... You know, it is nice to see reality and, I, and I, I, I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, last one. What would be your top tips for anyone out there who wants to start writing or want to start their own business mm -hmm. or mum's trying to juggle it all basically um anybody who wants to start writing um tips would be so basically be true to your voice which yeah. sounds quite um, no, absolutely. You know, but don't one. try and mimic somebody else's voice. And I see this happening a lot, especially, you know, people on blog with bloggers. They yeah. try and mimic people who've been successful before them. Yeah. Um, and they're also it almost becomes like this kind of Instagram language that they're speaking in, but actually yeah. <laughs> speak like yourself. Yeah. You know, I always tell I guess I always tell writers to to write like if you were writing an email to a friend yeah. rather than trying to sound like somebody you're not because people will always respond better yeah, to that. That's, that's great advice. Um, I think, you know, have something that you want to say mm. in everything. Mm. You know, make sure that you have a point that you're trying to get across. Um, Oh, right on cue. <laughs> I'm actually quite <laughs> Sorry, my, my 30 week old baby has just decided to wake up. Yeah. So, do you know what? That's brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. Welcome. Honestly, thank you so you're much. I can't welcome. believe just from like tagging you in an Instagram story <laughs> and now you're here. Thank you so much. It's been you're an absolute so pleasure. And congratulations again on an amazing magazine. I can't wait to read for the thank next you. 10 years. Thank you. Me too. Thanks, thank darling. So Cheers. Massive thank you to Alex Walker who came and did this podcast with me today. What an inspirational woman. What an amazing magazine. Let me know your thoughts. Please subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. Um, and if there's anything that you'd like to talk about, please contact me. I am Mama Still Got It with an underscore on Instagram. Thank you and uh, hopefully uh, listen to the next one. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.